and welcome. Welcome to The Fool and the Page. Before we get started, just a gentle heads up that this episode talks about illness, (laughs) cancer, doctor visits, and I will refer to the body and my own organs. Like at one point, I will mention having my ovary popped out. This is the phrase that I use because that's often how I talk about my body um, because it helps me navigate weird and dramatic situations. And look, if any of these are not your cup of tea right now, for whatever reason, the pandemic, your history or present situation, that is okay. If you need to feel less alone in your own journeys in health and well-being and body, and you like that with a dash of dark humor, this might appeal to you. And I hope it helps you out. But I did want to say that up top. I will not be offended. And also, I won't know if you just want to skip this one. Hugs. Welcome again to The Fool and the Page, a podcast for writers, the tarot curious, and for all of us making stories to make sense of things. I'm your host, Claire Campbell, your fellow seeker and storyteller, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for being here. So let's get right into the question about fear. (laughs) Look, I've had a few fearful situations this past month, um, which I'll get into here in a bit. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) And so I... I I pulled a card in one of these moments asking the tarot, who's here to help us out in scary times? And I kept that pretty broad in my mind because fear and anxiety are this huge spectrum. And I sort of wanted a big, broad answer. And the tarot went big. The tarot said King of Wands. It was a bit unexpected. It often is. Y'all know it is. King of Wands, to me, in my experience with this card, is this passionate leader, someone with a lot of charisma. Like, I think I've always pictured King of Wands as being the founder of a really incredible artist colony. Like this person who has all this insane experience making things over the course of their life. And then they build a space where people can carve out their own spaces to make their own things. And as a court card, this persona symbolizes loads of experience leading up to the energy embodied in this card. The king is no fledgling. The king draws from a long and varied experience to inform their choices and to carve out the path that is best for them. All right. Okay. What does that have to do with fear? (laughs) How did I weave this into my own experience in a way that I hope, hope, hope sheds a little light on yours? Let's talk about it. First of all, I'm looking at King of Wands in the um, Aquarian deck. Surprise, surprise. Um, I like this one because they've got a bird on their head. (laughs) (laughs) they've got like a red winged, um, bird sort of settled on the top of this, um, green hood. There's probably a more accurate word for this article of clothing. And as with all the wands or rods in the Aquarian deck, they have a staff that is flowering this beautiful iris, um, with sort of, um, 
saplings, that's the wrong word, um, buds, <laughs> buds kind of popping out of the sides, um, branching off of this, of this staff and their robe, they have this fiery orange and red, you know, fire is, is the, is the suit, the suit that we're dealing with here, the wands, the fiery orange and red robe sort of flows into the staff and flows into the landscape. And there's sort there's this sort of grounded sense to the fiery persona of the King of Wands. So that's what I'm looking at. Feel free to pull from your own deck, Google the card so you can be referencing it as we chat about it. Back to the question. So I had a, I had a really wild health month. It was like, as soon as I felt safe to go to the doctor post pandemic, my body was like, cool, cool, cool. So, um, <laughs> I've been waiting for this because Look, I've got I've got a few things happening. I've been I've been simmering with several things that are wrong with me. Um and I, you know, I we all have an interesting relationship to healthcare. Mine is interesting because when I was 20, I had this rare ovarian tumor, cancerous tumor. I had my ovary popped out. That's that's how it sounded when it was <laughs> surgically removed. <laughs> and um was uh, spared further treatment, but then I had a couple of years where I just went to, it was like this rotating cast of specialists examining me, the weird case. And I was continually told over this time period of about two years, both how rare it was, the thing that I had, how young I was, and also how lucky I was that they caught it in time and I like cheated death. <laughs> um, here's the truth of it. Women in their twenties have shit happen to their ovaries constantly. We just don't talk about it because, you know, unless, unless those organs are directly engaged in producing babies, they're gross and nobody really wants to talk about them. I said it, <laughs> I said it, come at me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> look in the, in the 20 years since this has happened to me, I'm 40 now. That relationship to healthcare has, of course, evolved, but really only slightly. And that's a whole other conversation, y'all. I mean, when I decided to talk about this, I was like, okay, this could be like a year's worth of episodes. I'm just going to talk about what I feel like in this one short episode um, and try to have a point. But I understand that this is like, this is such a big topic. Um, we could talk about this for like the rest of the life of this podcast and um, it would quickly grow tiresome. Okay. Back to when I was 20, when I was 20, I learned that to feel more powerful in these fearful situations with these physicians telling me how rare this thing was that I had, I, I, I learned that to feel more powerful and to feel like I had some control, I had to be loud. And that was often viewed as obnoxious in the sort of minds of physicians and caregivers in the, in their, in their response and behavior toward me. Namely, I learned that if I, if I spoke about my body as if it were my body, it helped me. It helped me feel like I had some agency. So you, you know, the way that, okay, depending on the doctors you see, and I know this varies, they might speak to you like this. So the ovary does this, or the ovary does that, or the breasts do this, or the uterus does that. When I was 20, I learned that it made me feel better 
even though it was often terrifying to say, my ovary does this and my ovary does that. And does my ovary know that the other one is gone and does it miss it? <laughs> is it grieving the loss of the other ovary? And, and sometimes this would be greeted with disbelief. And sometimes it would be greeted with amusement. Like, oh, isn't she cute? Isn't she weird? And sometimes it would just be quashed. So now I'm 40. And like I said, it's been a wild health month. I've had I've had two biopsies, supposedly unrelated, one in my thyroid, one under my left breast. Both have come back benign. Halla fucking Luya. So grateful. But during this whole process of discovering these things that don't belong in my body, benign as they are, and, and waiting for the answers and asking questions and deciding what to do about the stuff I still have to deal with, even in blessed, blessed, blessed benign land. Not blessed is lucky, y'all. All right, let's be real. <laughs> I'm not going to use that word blessed. I am not going to use it. Um, the point is I had to retrain myself to be loud in this space. In these medical spaces, I had to retrain myself to be loud. And man, was it a quick litmus test for the doctors whom I knew I would get along with immediately and those I would not. Uh, my ENT, for example, as soon as I started speaking about my body as my body and my experiences and was very upfront, they didn't bat an eyelash. They went with it. They went with the rhythm of that conversation. And I was like, cool, we'll keep you around. You're fine. Whereas... With another physician whom I definitely immediately got the vibe that they were just trying to shuffle me out the room before I could ask any questions, I had to pause and look them in the eye and say, hey, 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 um, hold up. I just have to tell you I'm really upset. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I think I said I'm pissed. I think I said I'm pissed off. And I, I said, you know, I got a history. I know everybody does. I know everybody's afraid of cancer. This is why I'm afraid of it right now. This is why I'm afraid. And you know, in that particular situation, did I ever have the power in the room? Not really. Did it make me feel better to say these things? Yes. This is where y'all, I'm finally getting to the point. This is where King of Wands comes in. King of Wands would not hesitate to bring that fire to the fear to say, look, this is the length and breadth of my experience. This is why I am who I am. And I need to tell you, I need to communicate this to you to feel human, to feel like I have choice, to feel like I have a chance. So before I ask King of Wands, to give us some goddamn advice, y'all. I'm, I'm going to start by quoting a tarot scope written by Lindsay Mack, founder of Tarot for the Wild Soul. This was written for the Numinous um, in July of 2017. I will link it to the show notes, in the show notes, rather. This is what um, Lindsay Mack um, in this tarot scope had to say about King of Wands. King of Wands is an invitation to finally give up the proclivity to do things the way we think they should be done or the way it's always been done and do them in the way only we can. Well, fuck me. <laughs> as usual, as usual, Lindsay Mack really sharpens the persona of this card in a way that is so applicable to everyday life. Here's, 
here's a little bit of real talk. Okay. We can't always be loud and we, we can't always be like, you know what, this is, this is the way things have been done, but I'm going to do them in the way that I can. All right. We don't always have the energy to do that. We don't always have the agency. So what can we do? If we want to put this into practice, this idea that, hey, this persona is inspiring me to do things in the way that I need to do them right now for my sense of safety, for, for feeling human, what would King of Wands advise us? I think they would say, gather the energy of those in our lives who are loud and call upon them to either be loud for us or meditate on their energy when we're asking for what we need. I, I have a friend, a dear writer friend, who is a fierce health advocate for herself. And she's had both the fire and the calm presence of mind to ask for what she needs in really rough situations. So when I need to do the same, I channel her. I think, what would she ask for that I, that I am having a hard time asking for, but know that I need to ask for it because it is my right to ask for what I need. And what's amazing doesn't always happen, but what's amazing is when it's truly reciprocated. Like when I had my breast biopsy and like the team of women who made that like whole weird orchestration possible were like fucking amazing physicians and caregivers. And in, in part, because they talked about their own experiences, like they brought this King of Wands energy. I, I was able to feel a flicker of that King of Wands energy in my own body because they were bringing that King of Wands fire to the situation. Like, okay, when I recently had a biopsy, here's how it was. Here's what happened. Oh, when I've had these kinds of procedures, I'm a hot mess. Just so you know, it's normal. Like, I so appreciated that. That reciprocation is just absolutely gorgeous when that happens. I know it doesn't always, but when it does, it, it makes me think how we bring a little King of Wands energy. We get a little King of Wands energy. Um, and look, I, I think about all the folks who don't feel they have the right to push people for what they need. And it breaks my heart, which is partly why I feel the need to talk about this. I think about folks with chronic illness who have to do this constantly, breaks my heart. And then back to ovaries. Okay. I think about those of us who bleed, and I, I think this is particularly challenging because we've been conditioned to think of these parts of ourselves as just straight up gross. And here's what I think King of Wands would have to say about that. I think King of Wands would say every piece of you, every piece that, that makes you who you are is, is precious and to be respected. And hey, I've lived a long life to get to that point as King of Wands where I can say that. You're not always going to feel that way. You're on the journey, but you deserve to declare how that body of yours is making you feel and to know that you're not alone. And I'm here to remind you of that. All right. So before I dive into a little bit of guided writing opportunity, I just want to invite anyone who's listening Share resources in the comments of my Instagram post for this episode. If you have health advocacy resources that have proven positive and useful to you, please share them. Just keep it positive and encouraging. But I feel like we got to crowdsource this shit <laughs> because it's hard to find. So if you found any 
if you've got any URLs, any handles that you feel like are great health advocacy resources, please share them um, in the post advertising this episode um, on my Instagram feed at fool in the page. So, hey, at this point, maybe you're not up for 25 minutes of writing. If you are, if you need it, it's here for you. Keep in mind that while these prompts sound like they're purely self-reflective, and they can be, you can, as always, respond to them from a character's point of view, a character that you've gotten progress from a manuscript, a short story, a poem, whatever. Before we dive in, let's all take a breath. Let's do it. So deep breath in. And just exhale on your own time. <sighs> Lovely. <laughs> this episode makes me nervous. So I feel like I'm like rushing through without breathing myself. So I need that. I need the breath. I need it. Um, I want to start with a question about how you see the world. First prompt. How do you see the world differently? Think about how King of Wands is made up of all the layers of their experience and is really confident in all the pieces, some of them shiny, some of them worn, some of them missing, some of them new because they didn't always have the pieces that they needed and they had to go out and get the pieces that they needed. All these different pieces. Cue, cue Trixie Mattel. <laughs> I'm realizing this is like all about that song. That'll go in the show notes as well. All these pieces that make up their person. Think about how King of Wands is able to create because of their different perspective. How are you like that? You know you are. You have that firepower of King of Wands that is particular to you and all the pieces that make up your person. I want you to muse on that for seven minutes. Pause and write for seven minutes and then come back. All right. Second prompt. Um, if this ability to see the world differently manifested itself in some kind of tangible power, what would it look like? For example, um, I could imagine that when I'm able to be loud in fearful situations that I actually have some kind of like glorious radiating mag magic megaphone. What do you have? How does it manifest for you? How do you imagine that this ability of yours, this firepower of yours, this way to see the world differently, if it could achieve some kind of like physical form, what would it look like? I want you to write for eight minutes describing that extension of yourself. So pause and write for eight minutes starting now. All right. And now for the third prompt, who do you channel when you need to speak up for yourself? keeping in mind that it could be you. It could be you at a different time in your life. It could be your highest self. It could be somebody deep within you. It could be a friend, a family member, an ancestor. Who can you channel when you need to be loud, when you need to speak up for yourself and state what you need? I want you to write for seven minutes. Describe how this person inspires you and how you can channel their king of wands energy in times of fear. So pause and write for seven minutes. Okay, final prompt. Final prompt, real short. I want you to, de to declare to yourself 
in these last few minutes how you will take care of yourself this coming week. What will you do that is just for you, that you know will bring you delight or calm or joy? I want you to write it down. I want you to make a date. Set aside the time. Take three minutes to articulate this. Pause. Take three minutes. Write down how you're going to do it, how you're going to take care of yourself. And let's do a deep breath in and out to wrap that up. So deep breath in. And exhale. Again, thank you. Thank you for being with me on this journey of channeling that inner fire in times of fear. It is a process. And I feel encouraged knowing that you're listening and you're trying and we're trying together. And I just appreciate you hearing me out on this and being here in this space. I really do. It's so appreciated. Please hit me up um, at Fool in the Page on Instagram if you have a card that you've requested. I've got a request on the deck, in on deck, <laughs> on the decks, on deck. I've got a request on deck. Um, that I'm definitely going to um, pay attention to soon. Don't worry, it's coming. But if you've got any more, I'd love to hear them. It's always great to respond to your questions about the tarot. Um, Yeah, before we meet again, please take care of yourself. Keep creating. Keep staring into space. Keep dreaming. Um, And yeah, I will write with you again soon. Bye-bye.